The conversation you're about to hear was recorded a few weeks before Judy Human passed away on March 4th, 2023. This episode featuring Abia Akram and Zahida Kreshi is the fourth of five final episodes that will be published over the next few weeks. All episodes of The Human Perspective will remain available indefinitely at judithhuman.com. Welcome to The Human Perspective, a podcast with the internationally recognized badass disability rights activist, Judy Human. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Human Perspective. Today, we are going to be meeting with two very influential people uh, who are currently living in Pakistan, Abia and Zahida. Um, I've never met Zahida. But Abia and I first met face-to-face in 2005 when I worked at the World Bank as their special advisor on disability. So very nice to meet you, Zahida, for the first time. And great to see you, Abia. How are you? Thank you so much, Lidi. It's so good to see you. And it's always great to talk to you. And we are really honored to have this discussion with you today. Thank you. You're welcome. Zahida, it's so nice to meet you. I've heard and read very important things about you. First of all, I would like to pay thank you to uh, Ms. Abhi Akram and ma'am to you connecting me with this Zoom meeting. And this is very important meeting regarding the people with disabilities and especially women with disabilities. So maybe we could start off with each of you giving a little bit more of an introduction, like who are you and why has the issue of disability rights been so important for you? I am Zaida Hamid, my name, and I got polio when I was six months old. My elder brother have also have a disability so we are six brothers and sisters, and two have a disability. Uh, I completed my master's in economics from Bahawdin Zikri University in Pakistan. And uh, along this, uh, I have developed uh, organization, my organization, Society for Special Persons, is a disabled people organization working in the area of uh, Southern Punjab in Pakistan. And uh, I am uh, also national coordinator of a national forum of women with disabilities and working from the last 15 years with um, uh, Ms. Abhi Akram and uh, uh, on the beha- behalf of uh, National Forum and Society for Special Persons, we have um, a lot of work done from the last 15 years, uh, which I will share with you in this meeting. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, Abia. Yeah, thank you so much, Jiri. Uh, um, I always like been two decades in the disability sector. I started my work in 1997. Uh, when we started this self-help organization of persons with disability in Pakistan. And after that, like when we like started this on communications on the human rights perspective, how we see different organizations engaged, then we realized like we are not the only one in the disability sector, but it's the all over the world, the movement is there. And then we were very fortunate that we get connected with you and got learned a lot from you about the disability perspective. When we first time met in 2001 in Pakistan, that was also a huge impact on the disability movement where we connected with different organizations. So I also like established in 2009, the network of women and girls with disability. 
on the national level and then we moved to the south asia and the asia pacific women with disability networks on the three of that and now recently we have established a global forum on the leadership of women and girls with disability i'm also the trustee for sight savers uk board and some other the asia pacific women law and development organization i'm working as a pnm member for them and some other like shoes i'm wearing at the same time because i won't say the hats because we have to work so yeah thank you so let's step back for both of you because like me you had your disabilities when we were younger and so i think what's important for people to learn about regardless of the country that we're from is what changes have been evolving in our countries so zahida when did you start going to school and were you able to go to school with other non-disabled people or were you in school for disabled children as a child um, there was no as uh, a special education school to avail my mother so she will try to educate me in a general education school but there is a general edu- education system is not accepting the children with disabilities one of uh, school is uh, newly constructed and um, uh, this school is committed to uh, edu- regarding my education and i got my admission in school and uh, in general education school with the commitment of my mother is uh, assist me in, in toilet in school access and classroom access so i think you know your story and we'll hear a little bit about abia but certainly for my story and many others our mothers played such an important role in really helping ensure that we get an education and as you're explaining it really demonstrates that the role of our mothers and our fathers but the role of our mothers i think is very important regardless of where we're from so abia i know you have a brother atif and atif has a disability and he's older than you right yeah it make a huge difference because all the rehabilitation and the medical treatment were applied to him not on me so my parents were a bit realized like this is not the case I, they need to focus more on my education so i was in only like one and a half year old when i started my schooling so i was one of those but i studied in a special education center because my parents both they were living in islamabad and my father was connected with the education ministry so he was responsible to establish the first ever special education system in pakistan because when the president of pakistan has a daughter with a disability so he announced that there will be schools of the special education systems in pakistan so then my father was you know responsible for that so in that way they were getting a bit of information but again i would say we both like zahida me we all belong to the culture where disability still seeing as stigma as discrimination people are just not accepting being a girl with disability woman with disability it's like still people are not accepting still we are facing that so in that time when when we were born at that time people were really not thinking about education because their mindset was stuck with the rehabilitation fixing them or feeling very disappointed if you have a girl with a disability 
So that was the overall situation, but my parents really helped me to get in, you know, the education system. And then they encouraged me to go in a mainstream school. And after that, I studied in UK. I was the first woman with disability from Pakistan who got the Shivning Scholarship. And then I studied there. So that was like a bit of a different scenario but again every day was a challenge because in the school teachers were not aware and they were asking me don't use the wheelchair we will carry you you are angel I never get the punishment as well (laughs) so that was the difference the advantage (laughs) yes (laughs) Zahida I think you and Abi are different ages and so your experiences are probably slightly different In the community that you grew up in, Zahida, how were you treated, both by your family and in the community? Yes, you can speak in Urdu and I will translate. और खासतौर पर डिसेबल बच्चियों को बहुत ज्यादा ना एक बहुत ही एक स्टिग्मा समझा जाता है तो मेरा भाई भी डिसेबल था मेरे साथ भी डिसेबिलिटी थी तो लोगों के लिए तो बड़ा ही अमेजिंग पॉइंट था कि किस तरह से ये लोग सरवाइव करेंगे ये दोनों डिसेबल बच्चे भी और उनकी मदर भी और उनकी फैमिली भी ये She's saying like my brother was also disabled. So at that time, people were not like understanding how her mother will focus and raise their children because both of them are disabled. So that was very exceptional case for the general community to learn and to understand. Yeah. जी बिल्कुल इसलिए एक बड़ा ही यानी कि अलग से हटके फिर जिंदगी को देखा गुजारा है लोगों ने तो एक हमें बिल्कुल एक साइड पे कर दिया था उनकी अल्फाज ने उनकी सोच ने लेकिन ये है कि उस उस सिस्टम को हमने ब्रेक किया कि हम लोग आए आगे एजुकेशन के जरिए और अपने काम के जरिए वरना अदरवाइज तो आज हम भी अपने घर में आइसोलेट होते हैं अगर लोगों की बातों पर हमने अमल किया होता तो लोगों का तो रवैया आज भी वही है आज से जो चालीस साल पहले था पचास साल पहले था यह है कि उसमें उस तरह आज भी खौफ है डिसबिलिटी के हवाले से पाकिस्तान में still the situation is same but at that time if we accept the wording people have used for us or the attitude they were carrying if we accepted that one then it's for us like we would be in the same condition because they have excluded us from the general community and at that time my parents and everyone were feeling very bad because of the wordings people were using and the stigma and the discrimination but my parents accepted the disability and they have given us the education that's why we were able to break those barriers of attitude. Sahida, you mentioned in an article that was written about you that when you graduated from college you were still having difficulty getting a job. What was happening at that time? So, I know that my entire education was in general. So, in our system, in the general system, the disabled children, the disabled students, they didn't have infrastructure, acceptance, and management. So, in this general education, I had a challenge. And after the challenge of the challenge, it was a different challenge. People told you are the disabled on wheelchair. She's saying like, it was really like when I studied, I was in a mainstream school. So all of my education was in the mainstream school. There was no accessibility and it was really challenging to go through that process. But I completed, I did that. But after that, when I went for the employment, then again, people told me that you are disabled. And it was very obvious because I was not getting any employment opportunities. And it was really hard for me to struggle for that. Yeah. What did you do? How did you get your first job? 
आपने क्या किया और कैसे मिली आपको पहली जॉब पहली जॉब मैंने जहाँ से मैंने स्कूल जिस स्कूल से मैंने मैट्रिक किया था उसी स्कूल में मैंने जॉब ली और ये बड़ा ही एक्सपीरियंस मेरा इस तरह का था अभी जिस स्कूल में मैंने दस साल पढ़ा उस स्कूल ने सिर्फ एक माह मुझे जॉब दी उनके दिल में ये फेर आना शुरू हो गया कि ये डिसेबल है अब ये हम अपने बाकी क्लासेस को हम कैसे मैनेज करेंगे जब उन्हें खुद देना पड़ा तो उस वक्त सोच बिल्कुल बदल गई जब मैं 10 साल तक पढ़ती रही उस वक्त नहीं चेंज आया मतलब उस वक्त तो किसी ना किसी तरीके से मैनेज किया एम्प्लॉयमेंट के हवाले से तो बहुत ही बड़ा चैलेंज है डिसेबल पर्सन के लिए और फिर वहां से मैंने बलोचिस्तान में प्रोवेंस में जॉब की और फिर इसी तरह एक और इधारा है एस पी ओ जॉब की और फिर सोसाइटी फॉर स्पेशल पर्सन का सफर I studied in that school for 10 years and after that 10 years I got the job within the same school so they started their accessibility and the changes just because I was there as an employee not as a student so then they started this thing to me and created all that changes and then she moved to another province for a while in balochistan she worked over there then she went back to multan and worked with another organization and after that finally she has established her own organization society for special people so um if you could give us a little bit of information about the organization that you help create society for special persons बस अब ये सफर ऐसे ही चलते चलते एक ऑर्गेनाइजेशन के ऊपर स्टार्ट हुआ यानी कि मैंने जब एक जनरल ऑर्गेनाइजेशन में काम किया तो वहीं से मुझे अंदाजा हुआ कि अपराध बजरी की जिंदगी में राइट्स की कमी है हमें एक राइट्स के लिए हमने सोसाइटी फॉर स्पेशल पर्सन को बिल्ड किया एडवोकेट्स that livelihood opportunities sports opportunities and she has worked on trainings on the leadership customized wheelchairs yeah customized wheelchairs she has worked on the advocacy all those diversified areas they have been doing when did the two of you meet each other in 2008 <laughs> leadership conference In 2008 we have organized the leadership conference of persons with disability so we invited all the DPOs in Islamabad to have that conversation every year we organize the leadership conference where the disabled people organization they come from their provinces to talk about their work their experiences and at that time we met with Zaida as well and and like we started focusing more on women and girls with disability we formed together this network like it was always the side event or side discussion on women with disability so it's very important to have this platform where women with disabilities themselves can advocate so was it difficult for you both as disabled women to really step forward and move away from a side session on disabled women to really advancing this as a major issue it was really challenging because we find like all the disabled people organizations leaders were men with disability so when we talked like they were very encouraging okay come talk about their rights but when we get together and we ask for our place we need a panel we need to talk in a specific forum then they felt 
extremely insecure <laughs> i don't know i'm just saying it loudly like it's not it was not expecting from their side maybe it was really challenging to address that but later on slowly we built that like platform we met with all those amazing women not only zaida but in punjab in sindh even balochistan in the very deprived areas and those women were part of the disabled people organization so they came and joined our network and we you know started joint trainings it's like quite a different story how we built the network in pakistan and very unique space because now we have almost 1000 plus women with disability in pakistan who can contribute actively individually and main focus is on women and girls with disability so if you get chance to come to pakistan we will definitely organize the national conference of women where you can see <laughs> all those amazing women we just had a conference in one of the province in sindh as well so there were like hundred of women were there <laughs> so it's like kind of amazing work that women with disabilities are doing now i mean it's so exciting it is saida aap kuch contribute ji ji abhi main keh rahi hu ki bahut achhi productive sharing ho rahi hai challenge matlab ke acceptance ke bhi the social culture ke bhi the accessibility ke aur bahut sare challenge devices ke bahut sare challenge to matlab lekin ye ki un sari cheezon ko overcome kiya hai kaam ke zariye कोशिश की है एफर्ट्स की है वो सारे चैलेंज आज भी हैं हमारी दूसरी हमारी जिंदगी में हमारी दूसरी डिसेबल फीमेल की जिंदगी में भी लेकिन हमने अपने आप से कमिटमेंट की है कि हमने कुछ ना कुछ करना है और अल्लाह उसमें हमारे आसानियां दे रहे हैं हम काम कर रहे हैं yeah she's saying like yes we faced a lot of challenges but at the same time we struggled and we like overcome those challenges by our commitment by our vision and we are doing it now still we are facing a lot of challenges but again we are trying to do it so we hope that we can continue that work in future yeah so let's talk about some specific changes that you've seen happening So when we look at the society for special persons what do you see as some of the changes that the organization has been able to make both with individual people and within the community usme na sabse bada change to ye hai ke matlab government ki satah par bahut change aaya policy and legislation level pe सेकेंडली अब यह जो कस्टमाइज व्हीलचेयर्स का हमने प्रोग्राम दिया उसको बड़ा एक्सेप्ट किया गया गवर्नमेंट की सतह पर भी लेकिन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन लेवल पे भी कम्युनिटी में भी और अब पाकिस्तान के अंदर व्हीलचेयर्स और असिस्टेड डिवाइसेस के ऊपर बहुत ज्यादा काम हो रहा है थर्ड वन इज यह है कि एक्सेसिबिलिटी के ऊपर हमने काम किया तो पाकिस्तान की सतह के ऊपर बहुत ज्यादा नोटिफाइड किया गया उसको सपोर्ट किया गया और पाकिस्तान में आज एक्सेसिबिलिटी के ऊपर काम हो रहा है तो ये है कि जिस पॉइंट पे भी हमने काम किया उसको गवर्नमेंट की सतह पे बड़ी पजीराई मिली और फिर वो कम्युनिटी ने भी फिर उसको एक्सेप्ट किया because that was very different in pakistan we were not having earlier the wheelchair so that was recognized by the government of pakistan we also worked on the policies that was policy reform and the legislation that was also very positive and accepted by the government so these are the big uh, achievements we have and we also worked on accessibility for persons with disability so in her area specifically the assistive devices customized wheelchairs all the support was provided first time and she has made the wheelchairs according to the local culture 
So you will find beautiful wheelchairs with bright colors. That's great. How do you feel the work that you've been doing, Zahida, is changing the views of disabled people and their families? ڈسیبلٹی <laughs> Yeah, she's saying like the change is coming in the attitude of the people because when they see people on the wheelchair are working, they are more visible and they are mobilized. Then the families also felt like this is very important. Yeah, so that kind of change is coming in the attitude of the people and that also automatically impacting on the government side as well. Abia, so you are doing work both Uh, in Islamabad and across the country. Talk a little bit more about what types of changes women in particular are wanting and what types of changes have you seen in almost 20 years now with the work that you've been doing? Yeah, I felt like we still like have to do a lot because women with disabilities are still facing gender-based violence, sexual harassment. These were the areas which were never been discussed in any of the platforms, not even in the organizations of persons with disabilities, not in the mainstream gender movement about the rights where they will get access to justice. In case like if I got gender-based violence or sexually harassed, I don't have any place to talk about it. My families will not allow me to talk. And then police departments are not accessible. Medical legal services are not there. So that kind of new like perspective is coming out. Women with disabilities, we are training them. We are providing them assistance on psychosocial support to understand and talk about it. On the other hand, I would say in the recent flood response, The situation is so worse, like we created that 20 years of work and in one flood, it destroyed everything. Still women with disabilities, parents, they left them behind and they were not accessing to the services, the shelters are not accessible, they were not counted. And that kind of like barriers are still so much visible and so huge. But at the same time, on the other side, if I see like women with disabilities, at least they are empowered. They are talking about their rights. They are not sitting on the corners and crying anymore. I won't say like all the women with disabilities, but at least few are visible. Few are taking that lead to talk about their rights. So I think in both sides, the development sector is interested. UN is interested to work in the disability rights. We have the first ever legislation on the human rights perspective because we took some of the parliamentarians with us to the U.S. in exchange program. They learned personally about the American Disability Act 
and after coming back they developed that in the local context of pakistan and we presented that bill and get approved after a lot of advocacy effort from all the provinces and the organizations of persons with disability so that's kind of like changes are coming we are the member of the council on the rights of person with disability we are the advisor to the national assembly of pakistan so these are the few initiatives on the government side we are taking and contributing but at the same time for women and girls with disability i think it's like huge work need to be done and as you mentioned on the regional level all over the country like i work with the zahida in punjab because of zahida there are so much have been done but in many of the areas we still feel that women with disabilities are not getting that much space so we have to do a lot yeah i want to also say that um the conditions for disabled boys and men while they've also been improving improving are still not where they need to be and one of the reasons why i believe it's very important that both of you and many other women have been stepping forward to particularly ensure that disabled girls and women are integrated into this agenda is because as you've been explaining previously those issues are being marginalized so i think being able to create efforts that are focusing on disabled girls and women and their empowerment is very important and ultimately hopefully improves overall life for all disabled people not just in pakistan abia what makes you excited about sahida about everything <laughs> sahida is doing amazing work because every day we just talk about anything just sitting in a meeting and talk about okay we have to provide maybe the services to women with disability assistive devices and the very next week you will hear the news that Zaida have done that so <laughs> that's like she is really amazing and i feel very proud of her because i felt like she is doing but at the same time trying to engage more of her team members other women with disability and that's right really a uh, good work she has been doing so i really want to acknowledge her and thank you for giving me this opportunity <laughs> thank you thank you so much abia thank you Sahida, I want you to tell me the same thing about Abia. What do you like about working with Abia? Abia, you can translate it for me. Yes, yes. I am saying that Abia is a very amazing thing for us. strong and the women with disabilities are so challenged. We have a big role model for our community. और हम बहुत ज्यादा इस बात में ना यानी कि स्ट्रांग फील करते हैं और इनकरेज फील करते हैं अपने आप को कि आप भी नेशनली भी और इंटरनेशनल भी हर जगह वुमेन विद डिसेबिलिटीज के जो مسائل हैं उनको समझती भी है और उनको हल करने की कोशिश करती है उनको रिफ्लेक्ट करती है हमारी कम्युनिटी के साथ कनेक्ट करती है हम जो हैं बेसिकली फॉलोअर्स हैं आबिया के आबिया को देख के ये सारी चीजें हमने आगे कनेक्ट जो है वुमेन विद डिसेबिलिटीज वो आबिया से हमने सीखा और उसको एंपावर्ड कैसे करना वो हमें डेली बेसिस पे अपडेट करते हैं थैंक यू Thank you. So you want me to translate that or not? <laughs> well, I can't. So you better. <laughs> yeah, she's saying like we learned a lot from Abia. She's saying like uh, it was really like in, uh, from the first time when we started working on the rights of women with disabilities. So that um, I have given them the all the information, and it was like because of 
me he has the hope and he's trying to get work in the disability movement but that was like all the support i have provided to her and all the women with disabilities not only in pakistan it's either you can speak in english <laughs> you are speaking so well abia is only one in pakistan involved thank you and it sounds like you two are each a force onto yourselves and the two of you coming together it feels like it helped ignite work um not only in pakistan let me just for one minute focus on the point that you were raising abia in relationship to violence against disabled girls and women when did both of you start moving work from just in pakistan to looking more regionally at issues affecting disabled girls and women and was one of the driving forces both the issue of limited voices and the issue of sexual violence you want to go first to be yes for the gender based violence like it was not that much ago because we were just recently quite recently we have uh, witnessed those women and girls with disability who got sexually harassed they reached out to us and they talked about it that was first time uh, earthquake in pakistan at that time many of the women their family left them behind and they said like they mostly were divorced and they were not able to go back to those areas just because of inaccessibility and their parents even they left them so it was like really challenging and then there were so many cases were reported there was a psychosocial support like one of the women she was saying she got three times pregnant because she was intellect having intellectual disability and her mother was saying like we cannot do anything except the forced sterilization because i have to do the domestic work and when i go out then i found my daughter become pregnant so that was like quite challenging and um, difficult for us how we can support her so at that time we reached out to un the international organization especially unfpa we have started the comprehensive plan, work with them to talk about gender based violence and they said like it's not easy to talk about it it's really about your security providing that safe space to women with disability it's about their data confidentiality it's not about giving them the hope it's about providing them the assistance if you are not able to provide them the assistance you don't have the right to get that information so there was like a comprehensive plan which we have started by women with disabilities for women with disability and it helped us a lot it's really creating a positive change in pakistan now organizations are aware about it and they are talking bit about this and i think this made a huge change in the perspective of gender based violence but at the same time i feel on the regional level when i started work at that time i was part of different conferences meetings the asia pacific forum on sustainable development so there we realized still there is a gap of having a collective voice of women and girls with disability so then i formed that forum in collaboration with the international organization and asia pacific women law and development network they assisted us to form that group and then the movement you know just started on the regional level as well and then on the global level is the same like we felt like it's important to have that ground to global voices need to be heard so many of the provinces were not 
getting that much space to talk about women with disability from their cultural context and all. So that was the important point where we started. Yeah, Zaida, please. As a female with disabilities, because I am also a disabled female, तो के जेंडर बेस्ड वायलेंस को हर चीज में हर लेंस में देख हर डिसेबल बच्ची जो हमारे पास आती थी तो उसके अंदर हर तरह की वायलेशन हम देख रहे होते जेंडर के हवाले से भी और डिसेबिलिटी के हवाले से तो इस तरह का जो रिएक्शन है ना जो उनके साथ ज्यादा टॉर्चर होता है मेंटली भी फिजिकली भी और इसके साथ जो हमारी दूसरी जो फिजिकल और दूसरी क्रॉस डिसेबिलिटी के अंदर है तो वो भी इन सारी चीजों का बहुत ज्यादा शिकार होती है तो ये चीज ऑब्जर्व की गई है कि उनको मतलब एज ए फीमेल होने की बिना पर जेंडर बेस्ड वायलेंस का सामना करना पड़ता है या He's saying like for especially for the intellectual disabled women, they are the first one who got sexually harassed or violence against women like all their lives. So like they're saying that he has been seeing from girls' age to the women and everyone they are facing violation and harassment, but they are not able to talk about it because of the stigma and the cultural context. I just want to add here as well, like most of the women with disabilities are not married in Pakistan. So and that's not only in Pakistan. I know it's a challenge all over the world, but for us being a Muslim woman and then in the cultural context, it's challenging to get our sexual rights and having families. At that time, people are not talking about the gender-based violence or the sexual needs in front of us. That's why women with disabilities are not very much aware what it is. They realize once it happened. So that's the reason like we are not able to report it. Are women with disabilities, for example, who are blind or deaf, are they involved in this movement also? Yes, we have huge, huge number of blind women. Deaf women are the extreme one because they are really active. If you just send a text message in the minute, it will spread like news. So they are so actively connected with each other. We have a strong movement of blind women and the deaf. For the intellectual, still we don't have that much um, women with intellectual or the psychosocial needs are not that much active. But still, we have in few of the provinces are working. but not that much visible that's very unfortunate but still it's a overprotection overprotected environment it still exists so yeah are you finding that women's organizations that previously were not including disabled girls or women are you getting them more involved on the issue of including disabled girls and women zahira अभी अब वो लोग इंक्लूड करते हैं लेकिन जितना थोड़ा डीपीओज मतलब अपने अंदर ऑब्जॉर्व करती हैं डिसेबल पर्सन फीमेल्स के मसाइल को तो मेन स्ट्रीम ऑर्गेनाइजेशन उनको एज ए बस अपने एक ऑब्जेक्टिव के तौर पे ही साथ लेके चल रहे हैं लेकिन उनकी वो इतना डेप्थ में नहीं उसको डिलीवर कर पा रहे जितना की पर्सन विद डिसबिलिटीज के इधारों की कमिटमेंट है जितना वो डिलीवर कर रहे हैं कंट्रीब्यूट कर रहे हैं स्ट्रेंथन कर रहे हैं सेक्टर को इस लाइन को ब्रिज कर रहे हैं जितना डीपीओज कर रहे हैं उतना मेन स्ट्रीम ऑर्गेनाइजेशन बस जस्ट वो अपने उसमें देखते हैं कि चलो ठीक है काम होना चाहिए और कहीं कोई प्रोजेक्ट हो जाता है लेकिन उसके इम्पेक्ट और रिजल्ट जो डीपीओज के होते हैं वो नहीं होते मेन स्ट्रीम ऑर्गेनाइजेशन के they are including somehow but not like the organization of person with disability because they have all that understanding and if they want to incorporate and engaging women with disability then that's really different 
and then if the mainstream organizations they are just trying to fix a number or counting the number that we have women with disability but not providing them the equal opportunity or the equal services and um, because we started working with the corporate sector as well we train their top management to the bottom that their accessibility audits we train their staff and just try to incorporate uh, persons with disability but again it's like really challenging because the people who came they don't have the set criteria for those organizations the you know the communication gap is there so they both are trying but we also creating that opportunities for both of them the educated persons with disability but they have to do the internship in house and at that time we will just train or assist them in understanding the culture of the corporate sector or the mainstream organization and then at the same time the organizations they need more trainings more understanding about the needs of persons with disabilities not only fixing them but providing them the proper platform where they can get decent good employment yeah so as we're winding down let's spend a few minutes talking about the impact of your both of your work globally. So um, you've moved out of just working in Pakistan. How many years ago? I started my first like training I have conducted on the regional level. It was in 2010. Yeah, 2010, I have organized a training on the Asia-Pacific Center on Disability, APCD. So that was my first time that I have trained two weeks for the whole regional organizations of persons with disabilities on community-based inclusive development. So that was my first uh, work over there. In 2008, I have established the Commonwealth Young Disability Forum. When I was there in a meeting of the Commonwealth Disability Forum, so I have formed that in 2008. In 2015, I have established that Asia-Pacific Women with Disability Network and then on the regional level, continued that work with other UN agencies, Asia-Pacific Regional Mechanism of Civil Society Organization, the APRSM. I was the focal person for the disability constituency. So it was in 200 civil society organization, they get together under that platform. So I was working on a disability constituency focal person for, for three, four years. So there was like areas where I was working on the regional level, but virtually more active because of my studies in UK at that time, I was more connected with globally. I was not sleeping. It was kind of a holiday for me. So <laughs> I was just like doing all that coordination in one country. If it's nighttime, the other country, it's morning time. So I talked to everyone and connected everyone. So I have global network at that time. Yeah. I think what's very exciting about what's happening in this region is that many countries have disabled women's organizations. And so those voices like Sahida and yours being brought together is beginning, as you've said, to make some meaningful changes that hopefully over time will continue to have an impact on the rights of disabled girls and women and boys and men, education, employment, having a family, being respected in the community. Zahida, is there one thing that you would like to tell our audience about why it is important to bring the voices of disabled people forward? 
ये अभी मैं इसमें इतना ही कहना चाहूंगी कि अफराद बहमाजूरी उन्होंने ये पूछा ना कि आप क्या कहना चाहते हैं लास्ट में आ, मैं ये कहना चाहूंगी कि अफराद बहमाजूरी के हवाले से जितना भी वर्क किया जाए वो उतना ही कम है विजिबल एम्पावर्ड और स्ट्रेंथन करने के लिए जरूरत है इस बात ज्यादा से ज्यादा अफराद बहमाजूरी की जो पार्टिसिपेशन है और उनकी प्रोटेक्शन है उसको इंश्योर किया जाए and their visibility is the most important one and we have to work together on that to increase that visibility and the protection and for you avia what do you see as one of the main issues that our audience should be focusing on when looking at advancing the rights of disabled people particularly in poor and middle income countries yeah i i would say like we need the seat on the table at every place from the parliament to the implementation to the grassroots wherever it's a work and it's not possible to work in isolation organization of person with disabilities have very important role to play international experts like from you like we have learned a lot so we need that strong collaboration and connectivity because now it's not difficult to get access to the people sitting in us or in pakistan in japan everywhere so we need more connectivity with everyone with the engagement of the stakeholders finance departments ministry of human rights we talk about the organizations of persons with disabilities civil society and un everyone need to be connected with each other and we have to mainstream so we can develop a ecosystem where persons with disabilities can get their rights equally not as a charity or the medical like thing it's a basic basic right and that have to realized by the people all the stakeholders i'd like to thank both of you very much sahida it's an honor to meet you and abia it's great to see you again and i encourage our audience to look at the convention on the rights of persons with disabilities and we'll share that information and for those of you who are feminists uh women with and without disability i think uh what abia and zahida have been discussing in part around violence against disabled girls and women is something we need to be looking much more deeply at so thank you both very much and we'll be in touch again thank you thank you so much it history won't forget us or try to minimize our pain and so why we the human perspective is produced by me kylie miller and judy human if you want to find out more information about this episode's guest or resources relating to the discussion check out the description of this episode or visit judithhuman.com The intro music for the human perspective is Dragon, which is produced and performed by Lachi, Yontero, and Warren. The outro music is I Wait by Galen Lee. <laughs>